0: You're listening to the Peer Fury Creations Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. The following is a close to the Heart presentation in association with the PFC Podcast Network. and has been rated L mature audiences only some language and dialogue may not be suitable for members of a family under 18 years of age I'm Jason Klaus and over the course of my life I have done a lot of different things worn a lot of different hats but this may be my greatest endeavor yet Welcome to my show. And on here, we will discuss a variety of different topics from sports to entertainment to pop culture. But above all else, we will discuss how we can make a positive difference for ourselves and for those in and around our lives. I may go on rants, I may go on sidebars, but it all comes from the heart. Welcome to the Klaus to the Heart Podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. You are listening to the flagship show of the PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. This is the Klaus to the Heart Podcast, and I am Jason Klaus. I certainly appreciate you tuning in this week. Um, It is Tuesday. The show's going to drop on Tuesday. It's just not at the midnight hour. Um, We uh, ran into um, a few hiccups along the way in in recording this week's show, but uh, I am bound and determined uh, to get this thing done. And uh, it's going to be a real quick turnaround, obviously. One of them, uh, what I call, what I deem... Um pretty much live to tape, and you know as soon as this thing gets recorded, good, bad or, or ugly, um, it's getting uploaded immediately um, that's there's always a risk with that, right? because usually you know we try to record these shows you know a couple of days in advance, go back and listen to it, and you know you, you can cut out little snippets or things of that nature that didn't come out right, that was misspoken in the heat of the moment or whatever the case may be, um, going quote-unquote live to tape eliminates that possibility. You know, I mean, I could take the time to upload the audio. You know, and if I felt like something was really askew, then obviously I would do everything I can to make it as presentable as possible, you know, to clean it up a little bit, but, um, on the other hand, man, it's a mindset, you know, just like most of everything that I do, every, most of everything that I tackle, it it starts with a mindset, and, you know, knowing that the time thing is a factor with this episode, well, the last couple of episodes, who am I bullshitting, um, I, I'm struggling to get everything on something of a schedule, you know, because especially right now in the last few weeks, like there's a lot of moving parts, you know, a lot of unforeseen circumstances, um, you know, that will alter a person's day that will alter the schedule that will alter the plan. That's life. It happens. You, you, you. You deal with it, you adjust, you move on. It's not a big deal. Um, It's just, you know, just about every podcast that anybody listens to, not just here on the PFC Podcast Network, but any show that you listen to, by and large, at least one time, that show did not drop on its designated day and time for whatever reason. Because there's a... There's things that go into this, you know, um, in order to to provide you, the listener, what we as hosts um, feel pretty confident in labeling as, um, you know, quality entertainment, audio entertainment, because that's what you're tuning in for. Uh, so before we get into the couple of things that I'm going to talk about this week, because I do have a couple of them. Uh, one of them, you know, can certainly be be described as, in this realm, breaking news. Um, we'll get to that later on. But before we do, um, I want to talk about so- something else here. <coughs> now, If you listen to the show for any length of time, you know that I have, um, I have something of a theme on here, you know? Like I, I just touched on one of them a few moments ago and that is mindset. What is your mindset? What is your mindset in any given circumstance? because i feel like ultimately your mindset is going to be a huge determining factor into whatever it is that you're dealing with whatever you're embarking on whatever decision you have to make what i it's just it's just part of it um i found this saying And it was really going to tie into the topic at hand when I did the stage show in Oxford. Now, again, we're going to be talking about that here in a little bit later on in the program. Um, But at the same time, you know, a lot of our success when we are trying to navigate through life, a lot of people are going to find themselves in a number of different situations and scenarios, environments, around all kinds of different types of people and things of this nature. Um, it's no secret, really, that we feel like as we are moving forward with whatever aspect in life applies here you've heard me say it a million times obstacles challenges roadblocks like they're coming into play they're going to be a thing they're going to be a factor what how We encounter it, how we react to it, how we deal with it is a big deal. Now, having said all that, there's three things that we can do right here and now that will ultimately be a big factor in your success moving forward from this day, this day that you're listening to this. There's three things that we can do that could very well set us on a course of action or a path that's going to take us where we want to be, where we need to be. And I realize not all the time that those two entities meet up. Uh, because sometimes where we want to be and where we need to be are two different area codes, man. Um, that's just, you know, that's just the way it is. So these three things, right? Accept your past without regret. Handle your present with confidence and face your future without fear. Now, we have touched on worrying about that element of the unknown, that fear factor when we shift our focus to what our future could look like, should look like, would look like. Now, I've touched on that on a number of different episodes. They're in the archives. You can look look from there. So we're not going to spend a tremendous amount of time talking about facing the fear of the future, that element of the unknown, because we don't know what's coming, right? Um, A lot of people worry about that. A lot of people will um, really just they will allow that to dictate how far they will travel on their own path to where they want to go, their promised land. Now, some people can put their heads down and, you know, and just kind of bulldoze their way right through it. I mean, yeah, they they come up with the same challenges and obstacles too, but, like, they just, they just go at it. Head first, man. They, they just, they just, they, they execute it, and that's all there is to it. Now, other ones get paralyzed with fear, and I get that because I, I was one of those. I mean, I guess I still am, to some degree. Like, there are aspects of my future that make me very nervous because I don't know what's coming. I can try to prepare for it, but then then you start, you know, venturing over to the overthinking part, right? Um, Which has been on, on the radar a lot here lately. If you pay any attention to you know certain memes and things of this nature on social media a lot of them center around overthinking right now for some reason now i am an overthinker but it it i don't let it um control what i'm doing or 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 what have you when i overthink something or what can be deemed as overthinking something it is i am coming i am coming up with s- solutions to every possible s- scenario so if they do indeed arise during the course of my journey i'm not going to lose a significant amount of time just based on allowing the shock value to Run its course. You know, you know, a lot of people when they get shocked by something, like they can either get over it real quick, like, or I mean, they're they're pondering that, they're they're wallowing in that for weeks, months, sometimes years at a time. And I am not doing that, so I, um, you know, I I do tend to overthink and try to come up with. Okay. If I do this, this is what could happen. This is how I would respond. This is what could happen. This is what I would do here. What I would say there. You you know what I mean? So I'm I'm always planning. Like I am. I swear to God, I am probably the one of the most calculated people you'll ever meet. Not a lot of um, not a lot of raw real-time reaction takes place with me. Because I don't, I could very well, full disclosure, I could very well just go on sudden fucking impulse and just spew some of the damnedest things out of my mouth that you have ever heard. Um. But number one, there, there would probably wind up being some degree of um, not regret, but you know, I would probably say things that I would probably feel bad about after the fact, even though it, it was on my mind, and even though, in some way, shape, or form, that is how my brain wanted to r- respond. Ultimately, it probably did no good in 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 diffusing an ill situation. You know what I mean? That's why I think about things. That's why I very methodical about what I say. But then in turn as I've talked about before, people who know that who know that about me, who know that element about me, they know that whatever does come out of my mouth is pretty much how I feel about whatever we're talking about here. It's just how it goes. These other two parts, though, these are the two that really present a struggle for a lot of people, especially if you are somebody who has a, what you would consider a, questionable past. You've made mistakes. You've um, zigged when you should have zagged. You um, you didn't always do, say the right thing. Um, that's part of being human, you know? You... Um, by and large, you really want to try to learn from your mistakes and not keep repeating them over and over and over and over again. Uh, Because at that point, when it starts to become a reoccurring thing, it starts to become a part of your identity, and people will never, I shouldn't say never, people will tend to shy away from somebody who has a preconceived reputation of something that is less than awesome in terms of their personality or how they treat people or how they are interacting with with others um, something along those lines and it doesn't necessarily have to center around people either it could just be things that you have done that have not been the right thing to do like you know what's right and what's wrong I mean you can justify it until the cows come home and I understand that to a degree because you look at any movies um, by and large the villain of the story in their mind they don't think what they're doing is wrong like in their mind they have justified it to the point to where yeah this this is a messed up thing to do but I'm doing it with the best of intentions well the best of intentions for who? you individually does it um does it do good for the community in which you live it, it does it does it provide some sort of positive impact in in the the people in your lives you know i it's there tries to be that gray area but when you when you look at facts when you look at the basics of the situation, it does still come down to black and white it still does come down to right and wrong. And if you look back on your life and you have, you have come to the realization that you have done a lot of wrong in your life, you can't dwell on that to the point to where it will bring your momentum to a crawl, if not a stop. Because a lot of people will look back on, on the course of their lives and, and they think of less than awesome things that they've done, said, or otherwise. And, and they will beat the shit out of themselves mentally, emotionally, for that. Like, at the time that whatever happened, happened... In their mind, they justified it in some way, shape, or form, they justified it even on the, even if on the flip side, they knew what they were fixing to do or say was wrong. they did it anyway. they justified it some way, or they just don't give a shit i mean that that could be too and and if that's if that's the case, well, then we're dealing with a whole different set of circumstances here. but here's the thing: all of us to where we are right now, the here and now, right? Um, We can all look back and pinpoint mistakes that we've made. And to some degree, probably a lot of us, if we had the opportunity to go back and redo that, we, we would just because we've seen how it has impacted our journey or us as an individual to where we are here and now, which a lot of that unresolved anxiety from your past is a big contributor to your fear of facing the future. And that's where the middle part comes into play. Handling your present with confidence. Of the three here, this might be the most damning one. And a lot of it is because it is literally sandwiched between your past and your future. The future that we have determined, that we have established, causes you some degree of fear, anxiety, or otherwise your past, the mistakes that you've made, the ones that you were beating yourself up over, the ones that, yeah, at the time, screwed up. Screwed up situations, screwed up circumstances, whatever. But that point in time is a contributor to the creation of the road that you have traveled on Up to this point. Now now that you are here. In the here and now. And you look back. On your past. As you look forward to the future. Like we all have dreams right. We all have some sort of. Ideal situation. Or scenario. Or place. Or person that we would like to be in with. Or otherwise. Like we all. Like. Everybody has somewhere that they would like to be, something that they would like to do. Um, And I can understand wholeheartedly why, why there would be some degree of hesitation, anxiousness, things of this nature, because nobody wants to fail. And that's when you look back on all of these things that may have happened in your past and you feel, a lot of us, a lot of you, feel like a failure in some regards because of these things that have happened, things that by and large, yeah, you had the controlling hand in it, but it happened. For whatever reason, whatever the scenario, whatever the situation, whoever else was involved, it's it's happened. It's done. It's over with. You're not taking it back. You can apologize until the cows come home. But, I mean, saying it and acting on it and doing it, uh, don't always meet up, man. You know, if you find yourself are are exhibiting similar behaviors here and now that you did that caused these ill feelings, this anxiety, this uneasiness about your past and the way you handled people or situations. And that's starting to become a thing here. At what point do you say, what in the hell am I doing? And why can I not shift my focus? Why can I not shift my plan of attack here? Why am I following suit? You're following suit because it's familiar. Even with all the anxiety, all of the anxiousness, all of those weird feelings you have when you are doing something that you know you're not supposed to be, it's familiar because you've done it before or and you've in a lot of cases, gotten away with it. And even if you didn't get away with it, it wasn't enough of a jar for you to be like, I ate this, nope. This ain't cool. And I don't like it. You may not like it, but you ain't doing a damn thing to change it. A lot of people will just fall back on everything that they've done that has caused some sort of regret in their past, almost as a defense shield, because they've already been associated with that. So what's the point in trying to improve themselves when they have already kind of been labeled with this preconceived opinion? What's the point of trying to fight? What's the point of trying to change people's opinion? People think you're this, you're that, you're another thing. We'll just we'll just uh group it up as butthole. People think you're a butthole. Because of how you've how you've conducted yourself in one way or the other, or sometimes several. That happens. But it comes back down to it's your life. Yours, yours, we have one of them. We've got one of these things we call life. Now, yeah, you could be one that sits there and just hangs her head on all the bullshit that's gone on in the past, and that's just how it is, and you're just not going to do anything about it. You've just accepted that this is your lot in life. Well, I refuse to do that. Because I can look back on my life and I can pinpoint days where I'm like, I fucked up here. I did something bad here. I said something horrible here. I hurt somebody's feelings. I did this, I did that, I did another thing. Not my finest hours by any stretch of the imagination. Some of them are absolutely awful. And when I look back on that, I look back. You know, at first I, it was it was complete shame. How did I allow myself to be a part of a situation like that? How did I get myself involved in these groups of people that did bad things? How did I get myself in a situation where I got so worked up? I said some of the damnedest things to another human that I ever have in in an effort for them just to hurt because they had hurt me. Defense mechanisms. But I also realize that being in that mentality where you just accept that is your lot in life, that is your tag or whatever, um, is... It's no good on any level because you are always going to have that feeling of turmoil and anxiety on the inside. And if you are not strong enough to hold all that shit inside, you start to disperse it onto other people who, by and large, are not responsible or a part of whatever the hell it is that creates these feelings for you that is these larger-than-life snapshots of your past. What's done is done. If something along those lines is, did not suit you well in any way, then, it be, then you can allow it to become a learning lesson, life lesson, this is what I don't wanna do. This is not who I wanna be. This is not how I wanna act. This is not what I you know what I mean? Like you you got to come to peace with the fact that Okay, that shit's done. People are gonna think what they want, regardless of how hard I try, how hard I try to clean up my own mess or what whatever the the case may be, but um I'm telling you, it, it, you will find something of a weight off your shoulders if you legitimately and honestly put forth the effort of, yes. I was a butthole back then. I did bad things. I did this and that. I you know, I'm this. oh, people think I'm an awful human being. Well, listen. A lot of times, those people who have those opinions have just as many, if not more, skeletons in their own closet as you do. And they're trying to deflect that onto you. Be like, hey, I'm not taking the heat for this shit. It's all on you. Good luck. Meanwhile, I'm going to be over here painting a false narrative about my seemingly perfect life. Yeah. It's not the way it rolled. It's not not the way it rolls, Jack. Hate to be the one to tell to tell that to you, but it's not. Learn from your mistakes. Just I, I. And I realize some lessons are fucking hard pills to swallow, man. Difficult ones. I get it. But that's part of life. That's part of playing the game. You know, you're not going to win every time. Sometimes you've got to lose to be humbled. Sometimes you've got to be humbled to understand what is truly important in life. Sometimes life will knock you straight down to your damn knees if you allow it to. But it doesn't have to keep you there. It's just a reminder to let you know that this is what it could be if you don't get your shit together. That's pretty much it in a nutshell. You know what I'm saying? And I know it sounds simple and everybody's like, oh my God, that's... It's a lot more involved than that. It's a lot deeper than that. It's a lot, listen. The individual circumstances, absolutely. Layers upon layers upon layers of crap. I understand that wholeheartedly. I understand that, but at the same time, it doesn't have to be that deep. you know part of the healing process is is the acceptance of what's done is done and is and ultimately it has it has been a, it has been a brick on the road to where you are here and now. And this is where we are. And this is where you, when you look at your current surroundings, you have to, you have to have an aura of confidence that you are at a spot. It's almost like an evaluation spot. Like, okay, you're here. Um, You want to keep moving forward. But the more baggage from the past that you can eliminate off your plate, off your mind, off your shoulders, the smoother the trip to the future is going to be. The the smoother the trip to next hour, the next day, next week, next month, so on and so forth. But make absolutely no mistake about it, it ain't going to be smooth sailing. It never will be. Not if it means anything to you. You're going to run into shit. You're going to run into into issues and problems. And a lot of them are going to be put in place to test your resolve, to test your strength, to test your determination, to test you. And whether or not you truly know who in the hell you are. And you cannot come to a definitive answer as to who you are until you accept the past for what it is. What it is is what it is. It's done. It's over. Sucks at parts? Absolutely. But it happened. You're not going to change that. So now we can use that as our motivation. Okay, I know not to do that crap no more. So you kind of put put like a bow on it, you know? You accept it. This is what it is. Nothing I can do to change it. We move forward. And I'm okay with that. I'm at peace with that. I hope... If I come across the people I have wronged in my past, will find it in their hearts to forgive me. I'm not saying that we need to be best friends. I'm not saying we need to get together for the uh, the annual neighborhood barbecue or pick up basketball game or anything like that. None of that has to happen. doesn't have to happen. But you also don't have to let it be the one key thing that creates some sort of identity tag for you. Learn from the crap in the past. And when you come to peace with that, and you come to the the honest realization that that is not who or what I want to be, I need to be a better version of myself, I need to get to a better part in life, I need to get to a better spot, another situation or whatever, you are going to you're going to have to go through through some rocky days. That terrain is going to be a little bit more difficult to to get it over. There, now there will be days where, man, it's it's like they just got done repaving it from the ground up, brand new, doesn't even have a crack on it. It's a balancing act a balancing act to test you. There's nothing wrong with wanting to improve yourself in any way, shape, or form. Uh, the issue comes into play, how do you go about it? Do you do it at the expense of other people? Do you do it in spite of other people? Do you do it, things of that nature? Because if that's how you conduct yourself, I'm willing to bet that that is a, that is a result of something that has happened in your past that you have not yet come to terms with, that you have not yet put a bow on. The sooner that happens, you will take so much of that negativity, those ill feelings and all that shit that is piled up into the pit of your stomach that is ultimately holding you back, slowing down your process. It's doing you not a damn bit of good. Just doesn't now. Just about every day we wake up, we have a brand new slate, man, clean slate. What are we going to do with this day? Now, there are aspects that carry over, and I understand that. Jeez, old Pete's don't take it so literal. There are. I look, I say that because I've gotten correspondence about that from previous episodes. But we can um, we can do ourselves a great deal of service and make a huge positive impact on what we do from here, based on what and how we've reacted to what we've done in the past. Accept your past without regret. Handle your present with confidence, and face your fear without or f- face your future without fear. Easy enough for for me to say. But if you think about it, it does make at least a little bit of sense. So with that, we are going to run a very quick timeout and we will be back with um I need to have a discussion about this Oxford show. So Uh, stick around, more of the Klaus to the Heart podcast is right after this. The all new Klaus to the Heart website is up and running, and it is your one-stop place for everything under the Klaus to the Heart umbrella, from the YouTube show premieres to new episodes of the podcast, and much, much more, including blogs and message boards and a link to our brand new merchandise store that is powered by cafepress.com. If you are a fan of the show, if you are a fan of what we are doing, we certainly encourage you to check out the new Klaus to the Heart website. Just look for Heart.net for everything under the CTTH umbrella. And as always, we certainly appreciate your continued support for everything that is close to the heart. There is a new destination for the official online store of the PFC Podcast Network. If you're a fan of our shows, and obviously you are, or else you would not be listening to this right now, you can check out all of the, the latest t shirts, sweatshirts, hats, cups, glassware, anything under the sun that have the various designs and logos from all of our shows here on the network. Head on over to cafepress.com forward slash PFC network for your official merchandise of the PFC Podcast Network and all of our great shows. Welcome back to the Close to the Heart podcast here on the PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor Um, I want to spend the next few minutes here talking about something that, um, like. <sighs> The show is dropping on, what, August the 16th. And um, I'm recording this literally at, like, 1040 in the morning on August the 16th. Like, this is very fresh, very, very much breaking news. Um, I've, I made the decision and the initial announcement uh, before coming into the studio to record this this morning um, to cancel the Clouds to the Heart live show that was to take place in Oxford, Michigan on September 9th. Um, now, I'm not going to go too terribly deep into the woods here on this. All I will say is You know, you got to look at, you got to look at facts. You got to look at numbers. You got to look at what's happening. You know, you got to put your feet on the ground. Because anybody that knows me knows when I get excited about something like this, like it is very easy for my head to just go up in the clouds and that's where I'm living. And that's how I'm basing a lot of my, my decisions on what I would like to happen. I mean I mean I would like to become a millionaire but I mean that I mean unless a miracle happens like that's not going to be for quite some time With that being said um I when we booked the show and made the announcement you know we based that on uh the information that we received during our first kind of well it was an impromptu meeting with 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 some folks that run the venue and like that's what we agreed upon and um as we really started to get the ball rolling and and things in place it just it got to a point to where some of the information had changed, and after looking at, you know, that particular scenario and the big picture as a whole, because weird like that, um, I have, you know, I've said it a million times, I've, I sat down, I made a pros and cons list, and, Anytime the cons outweigh the pros, you kind of know what you got to do here, right? And I had to take into consideration that up and you know up until very very recently, like I so much looked forward to this. Getting back on stage is something I look I so look forward to. I really enjoy that environment, that realm, and like. I was pumped about it. You know, I was I, I was so confident that this was going to be a good thing. And the fact of the matter is, is I realize that this brand, the network, this show in particular, like it has, <coughs> pardon me, a loyal and established fan base. Obviously, I would like more fans, more listeners, more subscribers, things of this nature, um to grow the show, to grow the network, to grow the, the overall brand of this thing. Not just for me, but for my cast of, of co-hosts throughout the various shows that we do here. And... things were not progressing the way I thought they would when we booked the date. And what I mean by that is I I had counted on different resources to help me really spread the word out, especially in a new market for my brand. I mean, in in terms of a live live show setting, I've, I've done Frankenmuth, I've done Lapeer, Oxford. seemed like, and we, I mean, we stumbled across this venue, and and it's a it's a great venue. It's got an awesome vibe to it, and we are like I have every intention of booking another date there just when it makes more sense to to do so because I, I'm gonna be straight up with you. I. I feel like there's just not enough interest right now in a in a stage show in a new market and things of this nature that would justify spending the money the overhead money it would be to get the show going. I'm not sure based on reactions and correspondence and things of this nature that I would have been able to draw enough people to the venue to at least break even. I had anticipated that I would, I, I and others would have more time to go out and flyer and, you know, do different things to to get the word out. I was hoping that I would create these flyers and these videos and put them on things like Facebook and on our website and, and Twitter and all that stuff that people would share it. Nobody's sharing it, you know, other than, I mean, less than a handful, less than a handful. And like people are watching, like the video, people are watching it. Facebook tells you how many views it's got, but nobody's sharing it. And I'm like, why? It li- literally takes like two seconds to hit the share button and post it. You know what I mean? And I started to get discouraged. And it started to become a thing I was dreading. Like, my thoughts of excitement for this started to become thoughts of dread. Because I didn't want to put myself or my family in a financial situation that was less than awesome. Because I didn't have my feet on the ground and make the decisions that made the best sense from a business standpoint. As a performer, if I got 10 people in there, I I am going to perform for those 10 people as if there were 10,000 in there. Same enthusiasm, same everything, because that's just what I do. They thought enough to come see me so I'm giving them everything I've got, everything I've got. Like the last two stage shows, the La- Lapierre's different. Lapierre, <laughs> there there were so many things happening the night of the Lapierre show. I I shit, man. <laughs> um, you want you want to talk about? just the wide spectrum of different emotions and feelings and things like that. Like I had them on full display that night. And I just, I don't know. I'm starting to listen to my gut more and my gut was telling me something doesn't, we're not firing on all cylinders right now. And we really don't want to embark on um, a, a public event like that if if something is not right if something has gone askew because it's, essentially I was self-promoting this thing like it was going to be as, virtually n- not across the board because like Quadell Edwards bless his heart you know he's like what can I do to help well this is kind of what I need but you know, it was going to take more than, the, than just the two of us. And, like, both he and I have, you know, large families, a lot of responsibilities, a lot of obligations. Plus, we work full-time, and, you know, we're we're third shifters. So that dynamic just completely screws up the entire time thing. Because, uh, I mean, we got to sleep at some point And, well, most of us do. <laughs> um but uh, <clears throat> I hated making that decision. I didn't make that decision lightly. Like, I I thought about it for a while. Contemplated it for a while. And I'm just like, it just doesn't make sense to, to do it when I just don't feel like there's enough interest at this point to go into a new market like that with that much overhead realizing that i probably wouldn't break even and that's not fair and i just that feeling of excitement was becoming feeling of anxiety of dread because i didn't i didn't want to let anybody down i didn't want to put our our family in Financial peril. I mean, not that we're, we that we would be, but I mean, you know, all depending. You know, it could have been justifiably the start of a pretty big argument. <laughs> you know, um, but I I had to put my feet back on the ground, and I had to look at the way things really were, and 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 I'll be straight up. A lot of it was. You know, it was a difficult pill to swallow. It humbled me because in my mind, I'm like, there's no reason why I shouldn't have a couple thousand weekly downloads. I feel like I put out some pretty decent content from time to time. And across, the you know, the variety of shows, too. Like, there's pretty much something for everybody. And um, I just, I don't know felt like this was the right thing to do. I felt like I needed to take a step back, really focus on the inner workings of the network of the brand, expand on that, explore a couple of d- different opportunities and then we'll try the the live stake show thing. Um but so that's kind of what's happening, you know, like nothing terrible has happened or anything like that. It just doesn't make sense right now to me. And, like, I can't ignore that feeling in the pit of my stomach. Like, I've done that for so long, and I've wound up regretting it later on. Or not regretting it, but I was like, damn, I should have listened to myself. Like, yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. So, this is kind of where we're at. Uh, if anybody has any questions, comments, feedback, uh, anything of that nature, you can send us a DM through the Close to the Heart Facebook page or leave us a comment on there, or you can find uh, our email contact in- information on close to the Uh With that, I appreciate you all tuning in this week, and go out, be awesome to yourselves, to each other, go out make a positive impact in somebody's day this week. It will make you feel like a million bucks. And we'll see you next week, right here, on the close to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm.